This is Active Christianity's Living the Gospel podcast. Join us as we explore different aspects of the gospel according to the Bible and how we can put this into practice in daily life. It's September 4th and it's the dreaded first week of school for many. I'm Eunice, I'm not in school anymore, but I work on the editorial team at Active Christianity. And I'm Malenko, I'm the editor of Active Christianity, and welcome to this episode of our podcast of Living the Gospel. So Malenko, I know it's been a while since you've been to school, Yeah. but do you, if, you, if you kind of try to recall back to that time, did you ever like school? Yeah, uh, actually I did. I quite enjoyed school. I um, didn't have many problems, but one thing that often was a bit hard was thing uh, when you're thinking about peer pressure sometimes you felt pressured into doing things that you didn't really want to do or felt wasn't really right and that sometimes I remember was quite difficult that you'd wake up with a knot in your stomach and you didn't really want to go they were sometimes hard times so that's not always easy for young people today either and that's something we'd like to talk about today, actually, something we're going to do it a bit differently. But I think it's good not just for students packing their bags and getting ready to go to school and maybe have that little knot in their stomach, mm -hmm. but it's also for parents, anyone else, because we all experience it, you know, peer pressure and pressure from people around us is something that's not unusual. And going back to school can be quite a challenge for a lot of people. So we have this little encouragement here today. Yeah, I have a good friend of mine. Her name is Amberly. She wrote an article for a website, and it's actually in the form of a letter. A letter to students. Actually, she wrote it with her own kids in mind. Yeah. It's titled, To My Dear High School Student. And we were lucky enough to be able to have a chat with her for this podcast. But first, we'd like to play a recording of the letter for you guys. To My Dear High School Student by Amberly Williams The time has come. A new school year is starting, and once again you are heading out the door with books in hand. The new school year is like the brand new blank notebook that is in your backpack. What will you fill the pages with in the months to come? By the end of the year, the pages will be full, and you can look back and read about everything that you gave your time and thoughts and efforts to. What a chance you have now to begin writing a bestseller, a really good book that will be edifying for yourself and for others to read. During the year, you will meet situations that require you to make decisions. Unexpected things may happen. People may say or do things that you were hoping they wouldn't say or do. Maybe you find yourself being drawn to the things that you know do not lead in a good direction. Perhaps you find that you are influenced by your peers, or you have free time to fill. You will find yourself compelled to make choices every day. You know that usually you can't control what happens around you, but you can control how you will respond, and you can decide what you will do and what you will give your time and thoughts to. That makes every day so full of hope that each page of your notebook can be filled with a good story. I'm reminded of what Jesus said, I do not pray that you should take them out of the world, but that you should keep them from the evil one. John 17 verse 15 
Jesus is praying for you, and it is so possible for you to go through the entire school year and be kept from evil. It makes me think of a story that I heard one time about a farmer who owned a chicken coop. One day he found an eagle's egg in the nearby forest and brought it home. He put the eagle's egg under one of the hens, who was sitting on a nestful of her own eggs. Over time, all the eggs hatched, and the small birds went out into the barnyard to find food. As the weeks went by, the young birds ate together and played together and grew up together. Every day they would all go out into the yard and peck around on the ground, looking for grains and seeds to eat. The chickens never looked up off the ground, but were focused on what was down in front of them. The young eagle also pecked around for food on the ground, but as time went by, he began to sense that there was something different about him. Often he would look up into the sky and see other wild birds flying by, and this created a desire inside of him too. One day, he too would fly away. As he grew bigger, his thoughts were more and more on the wide open space above him, and he hardly noticed the other chickens pecking around him. And then the day came. He saw a group of wild birds flying overhead, and he could stand it no longer. He spread his wings and took off into the sky without a backward glance. And away he went, soaring up into the sky. He was free. All around you at school, there are young people who are occupied with earthly, temporal things. How can I fit in? What should I wear? What should I say? What are people thinking about me? How can I impress them? The focus is on the ground, on things that do not last for eternity. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Colossians 3 verse 2 Think that you can be like that eagle and have your sights set on something much higher. You belong to heaven. Just think that as you walk through the hallways at school, you are carrying this great secret, a valuable treasure inside your heart, a hope for something far better than this world can offer. Perhaps there are other eagles at school too. Be bold to speak of your hope and be an example of one who stands up for the truth and for the good. And so, dear student, I want to encourage you to think about this every day as you ride the bus to school. What am I going to write on today's page in my notebook? Will you be able to look back on today with no regrets? Life takes interesting twists and turns. Some are exciting, some may cause you to feel dread or despair, but it is such a comfort to know that Jesus himself is praying for you, and that is proof that it is possible for you to make the right choices that lead to eternal life. Suddenly the school year will be over, and that chapter in your notebook will be finished. Make it a good one. Sincerely, your mother. We've got Amberly here with us today in the studio. Amberly, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, I live in Vancouver, Canada, which is on the West Coast, and I live with my family. Uh, we have children in high school and in elementary school. The youngest is six, the oldest is 21. 
And it's, uh, we have a very busy life. We're involved in a lot of church activities and we travel a lot. And yeah, it's, it's very busy, but very good. So what were your thoughts when you were writing this article? Because you wrote it kind of around right before school started, right? Yeah, I actually really had thought of how I could encourage my own children as they started high school that year. So I actually wrote it with them in mind just words of encouragement that I wanted to give to them as they went off to school so that they could choose the right thing right from the start of the school year to choose a good path to walk on throughout the year. You mentioned that starting a new school year is kind of like starting on a brand new blank notebook and it's my choice, is our choice, what we want to fill our book with. So what happens then if I wrote a bad page in my book and what should I do? Well, I think that we have all experienced that where we have not always made the best choice when we look back and maybe wrote a page that we're not, that wasn't going in the right direction that we wanted. But I don't think that we can um, let that stop us from what we fill the rest of the pages with. I think that we can ask forgiveness and let it work in our hearts so that we next time I'm going to choose the right thing. Next time I'm going to put the right thing on this page. I want to choose what leads me to happiness in my life. But then what I had already written in my book, that bad page, um, is something going to happen to it? or? Well, I don't think that we can go back and write something new on that page. What The choices we make, they are there. But we can actually ask for forgiveness and have it, I think God forgives and casts it into the sea of forgetfulness, but that page will remain blank. So we, it's very serious, actually, the choices we make every day, every page. We make good choices because we cannot go back and redo that day. But then there's, it also makes me think of that verse that says, a righteous man falls seven times and gets up again. So if there is a day where I have made the wrong choices, it should stir something in my heart so that it doesn't happen again. Tomorrow, I will make new choices. From now on, I will choose the good. I will choose the, the right things. Mm-hmm. You also mentioned in the article about carrying a great secret, a valuable treasure inside your heart. Um, what is this treasure? What is this secret? This secret is that I believe in God. And when I believe in God, I believe He has a plan for my life. And it, it leads to eternal life, eternal happiness. So in a way, then, I align my life and my actions according to that secret that God has a plan for me? Yeah, and there's a lot of things that will try to distract me from that during the day. I meet things, I meet people who try to draw my thoughts and my goal away from what God has for me for eternity. But this secret I have in my heart is that I I believe in God's Word. I believe that when I choose the good, he will reward me for eternity. But sometimes when I go shopping and I'm walking into the store and I see people all around and people are occupied, you can see that a lot of times they they don't look very peaceful and happy. They're busy with things. and But I, I walk in and I just think, I have this treasure in my heart. I, I believe in God. And it's a bit of a secret, but I think that I can actually be an example to the people around me if if I can be bold and I, I have a life that shows that I have this secret inside, this secret of happiness. 
Mm-hmm. And that's also what someone can do in their simple situations at school or at work. Yeah, I think that we can be an example. We can be a light when we live according to this faith that we have in God. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't even take that many words. No, and sometimes it's no words at all. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just by our actions and our behavior and our care for people that that speaks to them. Well, thanks for taking the time to join us today, Amberly. Um, just thinking, do you have any last words for all of us who are listening? Yeah, actually, I was just thinking that it's actually a very exciting life. It's not heavy and it's not hard in that way, but we have such a wonderful goal that we are reaching and that we are that we have in our sights, and it makes life exciting and fun and hopeful and happy. To all of you who are heading back to school this week, wherever you are, remember that Jesus is with you and He is praying for you. He certainly is, and there is nothing too small or too complicated that we can't take to God and ask Him to help us with. That's right. Next week, we're going to talk about another important subject, purity with regards to the use of media. And that's a really important topic, especially for the time we're living in. So remember to tune in next week. That's all that we have for you guys this week. Do remember to leave us a review and a rating on Spotify or iTunes. Thanks for listening. Bye.